You're watching the community MMA. What up, what up? This your boy Chris Cross checking in. This is the community MMA. And I'm glad to be with you today on this podcast because last night, UFC 290, one of the best fight cards we've ever seen. And I may have said this in the past, but I think I really mean it this time. I mean, eight finishes in 13 fights, two split decisions. Actually, it might have been nine finishes if you count the last one, Volkanovski and Rodriguez. So nine finishes, two split decisions, and only two regular decisions. Both of the split decision fights were very close, could have went either way. One champion retained the belt. One champion fell last night. And new. Yes, and that's what you hear. And new. You got and still and and new. But a great night of fighting. Uh, a lot of predictions came uh, correct last night. Yes! Yes! Including this one. The biggest one of the night for me. If we get this prediction right, I don't care if we go 1 and 12. If we go 12 and 1 and get this one wrong, I'll never hear the end of it. Thankfully, this one uh, went exactly how I expected it to go. Check this out. And Duplessis looks totally different. I mean, the fact he can breathe out of his nose now, as we hear from Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier talking about it, it just seems like he has more energy. Remember, in a lot of the fights, he's down early. But not in this one. He's been in command pretty much since the beginning. Whitaker comes in with a left and a right. He misses. Duplessis brushes him back. Near headbutt. And they back off and reset. And Whitaker now breathing hard. Lands a leg kick. Duplessis just shakes his head like that. Didn't do anything. Now Duplessis lands a leg kick to the body. Switches from lefty back to righty. Ooh, nice jab by Whitaker. Duplessis with a right and left. Okay. And Whitaker's putting his hands down. He looks tired to me. We'll see. Whitaker's slowing down. Duplessis is not. Man, Duplessis is a big guy because Robert Whitaker's big. Oh, he drops Whitaker with a right jab. Whitaker's back up. Whitaker's in a little trouble here. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Yes. Right, left, right. Let's go. Finish him. Finish him. Oh, yeah. Shot to the body. Go down, Whitaker. Yes. Finish him. Finish him. Jump in, ref. Let's go. Let's go. I told y'all, man. Yeah, Adesanya. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, we got a real middleweight title fight now. Trikus Duplessis. Yes. First is Adesanya. Yes. I don't think it matters. Hamza yes! still the best in the division, but nonetheless, yes! at least we got a title yes! fight in our hands. Strike is Duplessis stands or sits atop the octagon. What's that? A roar. And you know what? Adesanya, look at Adesanya's face. He looks. Adesanya looks pissed because now he's got some competition. And now Drake shakes Trump's hand. Look at this. Trump tells him, "Great job." Dana White telling him, "Great job." And Dana White's got money on his mind, that's for sure. That's going to be a main event, possibly at the end of the year. Dreykus doesn't look like he even broke a sweat, so he'll be ready to go in three or four months. So look at 
And Adesanya's got a look on his face like he's ready to go right now. And that'll probably go down in December. I'm thinking UFC 296. We'll see. I think a lot depended on how this fight went. Whitaker smiling, Duplessis and Whitaker talking, but Drake is Duplessis. Finishes Robert Whitaker. Yeah, man, what an unbelievable performance for Drakus Duplessis. A lot of people talking smack in the comments this week saying, you know, Chris Cross, you don't know what you're talking about. You had some people that were uh, saying that Drakus would win. It was kind of 50-50. I think it was 57-43 Whitaker in the poll we did this week. But, you know, we'll take it, man. This, is, this was a big one. That was the biggest fight of the night for me. You know, if they ended the card after Drakus Duplessis won, it would have been a phenomenal card. But after that, you had two more title fights. Everybody's exhausted. And <laughs> just out of sheer uh, emotion from last night. And it would only get better. Then Israel Adesanya comes in the octagon. And you know we got Adesanya versus Duplessis now on the horizon. Adesanya steps in and starts going off on the ramp. You know, he said a, uh, the N-word a few times. Uh, more than a few times. And people made a big deal of that. Dana White asked in the post-fight press conference, what he thought. And he said, it's the fight game. You know, the fighters do what they want. And it's pay-per-view, so say what you want. And uh, Adesanya and Duplessis had the face-off. And man, that's going to be a big fight. And they're making a big deal of what Adesanya did. But to me, I see Adesanya already getting himself psyched up because he's got a new opponent now. And he's already trying to get in the head of Duplessis. Maybe this fight happens at UFC 293, but that's like a 9 to 11 week turnaround. I'm not so sure, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, there were all other types of big fights up and down this card, but let's get to the to the two title fights first because uh, you had Moreno versus Pantoja, the fight of the night. Unbelievable fight. And uh, this one was a shocker at the end because we knew it could go either way it seemed like pantoho won but you never know when it goes to the judges check this out brandon moreno and alexander pantoho put on one of the best fights that you'll ever see a five round battle high paced high activity fight at the highest level and this thing is going to a decision and likely pantoho is going to pull this thing off and it's unbelievable that neither guy got finished in this fight. I mean, from round one, it was just high pace. It just continued for 25 straight minutes. There was never a break in the action other than some takedowns, but a high-level fight. When you get into the numbers, which won't really matter much because it will just come down to the rounds, but it was 117 to 101 Moreno in significant strikes, 140 to 132 total. For Moreno, head strikes 108 to 85. But the problem for Moreno is he gave up six takedowns in eight minutes and 30 seconds of control while just landing two takedowns with four minutes and a second of control. So those takedowns for Pantoja are going to loom large because in the rounds that he had the, a lot of the control time, the round was very close. And the judges are likely going to give those Rounds, which will be rounds three and four is what it comes down to. Really round four will decide this fight. And the takedown game and control time should be enough to get Pantoa 
over the top. So the way this thing broke down, round one, Pantoa. Round two, Moreno. Those are the only two that we really know. The other three are kind of toss-outs, but you would lean towards Pantoa. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Forty-nine, forty-six, Moreno, split. Forty-eight, forty-seven, Pantoja. Oh my gosh. Forty-eight, forty-seven, unbelievable. And no, no, wow. And Alexander Pantoja crumples to the ground. And he has finally done it. He is a world champion. And what a fight. This is the fight of the year. Unexpectedly. The yeah, and I'm, I'm calling this right now the fight of the year. If you get the, you know, you're talking 30, 35 minutes of action with, with the breaks in between rounds, non-stop from beginning to end. It seemed like someone was going to fall after round two. I mean, both guys tired, Pantoja. Not much experience in rounds four and five at all. Moreno, all types of experience. Four fights with Figueredo. Was it four or five? I mean, they kept going and going. But it didn't matter. Pantoa, tired as can be, still got the job done. And you got a new champion. Then in the main event, you had Volk versus Yair. It just got better to close out the night. Ooh, and the pace is picking up here at the end of round three. Volkanovski taking a head kick. Oh, now landing a big right on Yair. And Yair kind of laughs and shakes his head, but he's in a little bit of trouble now. Nice uppercut by Volk, and now he picks him up and takes him down. And Yair's covering up. Oh, boy, Volkanovski's opening up with a right. Some big rights, a left, some more big rights. And Yair's not fighting back. Herb Dean's going to jump in there any second now, and that's it. Let's go. Volkanovski, baby, finishes the fight in the main event. Best fight card of all time. No question. Nine finishes in 13 fights, two split decisions. And the regular decisions came early in the prelim, so this, might, this has to be the best fight card of all time. Volkanovski closes the door in the third round. And gets a finish in a fight where you think he might go the distance with, with uh, Yair. But it didn't go to distance. And if it did, and there's a simple decision win by Volkanovski, still a great car. But this fight had to finish. I mean, the car was unbelievable. Cherry on top. And that's what you get. Volkanovski retains the belt. And the fight against Islam is going to loom large for him in the rest of his career. I can't wait to see. They got to do that rematch. I don't know. There's no one else to fight Islam right now. Charles Oliveira gets a chance. But after that, it's got to be Volkanovski. And Volkanovski deserves like nine months to a year off to get ready uh, for that fight. You also have Bo Nickel in action last night, a huge favorite. And he did not let down. There were four fights that finished under a minute. This was one of them. Bo Nickel versus Val Woodburn get ready to kick off. Fans are on their feet because both these guys – Possess a lot of power. Woodbird taking his fight on less than seven days' notice. And he's short, low to the ground. They say he's good on the ground. I don't know, but he's 7-0. Fighting at a regional MMA fights in Florida. 
specifically Tallahassee. So we'll see. The fight starting off slow. Oh, and a nice left there by Nickel. Nickel shoots for the takedown. He can't get it. So Woodburn stuffs the first one. And he's taking his time. Whether he's timid or smart, we don't know yet. Oh, Bo Nickel lands a big right and a left. Woodburn in trouble. He takes another left. Oh, he's wobbled. It's over. Oh, he goes down. And Bo Nickel with a big right and the ref jumps in. Chris Tanyoni wasted no time. And Woodburn is finished. Dude, Bo Nickel is for real, bro. Yeah, Bo Nickel is for real getting the job done. And there's all types of people saying stuff. You know, Woodburn took the fight on late notice. They're, they're bringing in low-level fighters to fight Bo Nickel. But it, it wasn't his fault. You know, he wanted to fight. His opponent fell through. I think twice, at least at least once. And uh, you got to fight who's in front of you. And he did, and he, he made it. He, he looked good. I mean, there's just no, no other way to say it. He looked good last night. Then you had Robbie Lawler uh, in his retirement fight. People didn't expect much because Nico Price is a good fighter. Robbie Lawler slowing down. But this fight also finished in under a minute and with straight fireworks. Robbie Lawler entering the octagon for his last uh, professional MMA fight, last fight in the UFC. We'll see how he goes out. And I'll tell you what, the numbers have changed. The odds, live odds have changed. And you got some people throwing down on Robbie Lawler, thinking that this last fight may give him give him an edge. The crowd is definitely supporting him. The crowd is chanting Robbie as his fight gets ready to get underway. And Robbie's a guy you got to be careful with. I mean, the first two minutes of the fight, he can hang with anybody he just tends to get tired as time goes on so both fighters touch gloves and here we go and nico shoves off a left leg kick already first 10 seconds gone and robbie looks good he looks a little slim down to me a little lighter on his feet Ooh, big left and right by robbie lawler and he's dancing around he looks like a kid again in there he's got the Adrenaline pumping for the last fight and lands a left and a right. And Nico Price looks a little hesitant here. Oh, and Nico takes a left, another left. Nico goes down. Look at this. And that's it. Nico is done. And the crowd goes crazy. Robbie Lawler's last fight. And you already see the facial expression. He looks, looks sad. But if you're going to go out, that's the way to go out. Robbie Lawler gets the KO finish over Nico Price. And I yeah, so Robbie Lawler gets the finish in his retirement fight. He, you know, they had a tribute at the end. He, he looked sad as can be, but a great career for Robbie Lawler. And what a great night. Four finishes in under a minute, nine finishes overall. You couldn't ask for a better card. And as for us, we had a solid night. I mean, we started out 4-0. That really helped. You see their fights 10 through 13. We also got uh, Tatsura Tyra. We got Bo Nickel. Jalen Turner fell by split decision, but we got Dreykus Duplessis, Alexander Volkanovsky. So 8-5 and five overall, 18-5 and five in the main event, 170 uh, and 100, 170 wins, 103 losses, and we'll take that uh, all day. So we'll take that all day. Now, we're not updating the do list yet. I like to give a day or two and kind of spend time and move things around several times. Great performances. we got to get Dreykus Duplessis on there, at least in the top 20. 
because I like this guy, man. He's got a chance against Adesanya, but Adesanya is still one of my dudes. So, you know, I'm going to be pulling for him to win. Love to see him and Hamza one day, but, you know, that's going to be uh, a battle for the ages. Make no mistake about it. Now, since we're talking big fights and we're talking pay-per-view fights, you got a big one announced over the weekend. You always get one big one announced during pay-per-view week because the UFC is always staying ahead. And this one comes at UFC 295. Not a big fan of this fight. I think Sergey Pavlovich should be fighting for the title. But instead, you got John Jones versus Stipe Miocic. Check this out. This is a Crisscross Picks production. In the heavyweight division of UFC 295, you got John Jones coming in at 27-1, taking on Steve Miocic, who comes in at 20-4. This fight is for the heavyweight title. John Jones, the champ. He's 6'4". Miocic, also 6'4". John Jones, 35 years old. Miocic will be 41 by fight time. Jones, 5-inch reach advantage. They both fight right-handed. Miocic is actually uh, more active. 4.8 significant strikes per minute to 4.3. Both guys land nearly two takedowns over the course of three rounds. You can expect two or three takedowns from each fighter in this fight. But as they stack up in the numbers, it's very, very close, which does make this fight somewhat interesting. Now, John John Bones Jones, 95% takedown defense. That'll certainly be a factor. He came in and dominated Cyril Ghosn. Uh, by guillotine submission. Before that, he was spending a lot of time from 2020 and before and before uh, fighting the likes of Dominic Reyes, Diago Santos, Anthony Smith, defending the light heavyweight title. But the only fight that matters really is the Cyril Gon fight, and he submitted him quickly in round one. And that's uh, amazing to say the least. Now, Miocic hasn't fought since 2021 when he lost to Francis Ngannou. By second round KO to lose the belt. Before that, he had a couple fights in 2019 and 2020. uh, And going back to 2018. So on a three-year stretch with Daniel Cormier, who's since retired. But Miocic has been inactive uh, for roughly two and a half. Well, it will be over two and a half years by this uh, time this fight takes place. And, you know, we've heard Dana White say in the past that it is tough after a long layoff. John Jones perfected that. Can Miocic do the same thing? Will it be beneficial to him uh, waiting two and a half years? The difference is, is now he's not 38, 39. Or going back to the first Dana Cormier fight, 36, 37. Now he's 41. So uh, a lot has changed in five years. He's no longer uh, moving at the same speed. He's no longer the same fighter. So those stats are not going to hold up. John Jones, on the other hand, is still uh, just 36 years old so he's got a lot of time uh to continue fighting if he chooses to and he's got to be fighting a guy like stipe and saying hey i got a few more years but also he's virtually undefeated right he's 27 and 1 with that one fight he got disqualified so and he was winning it so he could very easily be 28 no one of the best greatest pound for pound fighters of all time there's no way in my opinion that john jones loses this fight the numbers don't matter the age is everything the reach advantage, the energy, the ability to go to rounds three, four, and five if need be. That's why he's been a champion, and he'll continue to do so. In my opinion, he'll move to 28-1. and one. like to see him get the finish, but I think it's going to take into the second, third, fourth round for him to do that. This fight goes down, heavyweight division, UFC 295. 
Yeah, so we'd like John Jones to win this fight. Win it pretty easily. I mean, that's why he called out Stipe, right? He wants an easy win. He can hold off, hold off Sergey Pavlovich uh, for some time, right? Sergey is the real fight, but he can hold him off for some time. I like John Jones to win this fight, win it easily. I mean, it doesn't even don't even got to discuss this much. It's going to be an easy win for John Jones. Just going to absolutely dominate. Should get to finish around two or three. If it goes to a decision, it's a bad night for John Jones. He needs to get the win. Now, as we jump into the Q&A, Azuklo says, Bo fake nickel. They only get him unknown fighters. Laugh out loud. They got him one guy with few wins on unknown fighters. And they just give him uh, the fake nickel wins by wins for free. Just get him some someone good and let's see if he is even a wrestler. I'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter who Bo Nickel fights, he's probably going to win if it's not Hamza Chamayev. They just got to do it right and give the guy time. That that really is my true opinion. That it's not his fault that he got that fight. At Boars0621 says, I just want to see the battle of the leg kicks. Those dudes going to okay that game all night. Blahovich versus Pereira. Yeah, and we'll get to that prediction in a future podcast. At iTunes, 8442 says, Pereira has good takedown defense, question mark. I mean, according to the stats, yes. Maybe I overlooked something. But yeah, I mean, that's going to be an interesting fight, to say the least. Now, Dreykus Duplessis versus Robert Whitaker. You got people weighing in. You had faith. Nice. I am shocked. I don't know what to say. One person wrote. Another. You're one of the very few that called it. Much respect. At Aunt Ray says, we knew it. And at Phantom Miss says, dude, you called it. And I'm glad that there's people weighing in on this today. Usually when we're right on something, everyone disappears. So we appreciate the respect. And that was the one fight we needed to go our way. Make no mistake about it. More on Bo Nickel at Mr. Jada 239. Hmm. I'm still unsure about him. Something about him looks suspicious. Definitely don't get the Hamza vibes at all. And I don't know if he's on Hamza's level, but I'm getting the vibes. At Mr. Jada, his back says, those were solid punches. Magical ending. Let's go, Robbie. Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, Robbie Lawler is certainly a Hall of Famer. At Chizung763, going to come back here after Whitaker via TKO second round. But he didn't come back because Robert Whitaker didn't get the TKO. In fact, it went the exact opposite way. At Mark Brown. I also just feel like Dreykus is noticeably more confident than Rob. And yeah, he was. And he had every reason to be because he dominated uh, this fight. And that's the way things transpired last night. Again, a great night at UFC 290. I don't think you could have a better fight card ever. You can only hope to tie it. I mean, when you have nine finishes and 13 fights, two split decisions, four of those finishes in under 60 seconds. I mean, that's very tough to top. And that's why I'm confident in saying this is maybe not the best, but definitely one of the best cards of all time. I mean, you have 290 pay-per-view events, so there's a lot of previous history. But nonetheless, great night of action. But you know what? We got to end it sometime. For now, this is your boy, Chris Cross. Appreciate you listening. Until next time, have a great day. And God bless, as always. Peace.